You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Art Smart from Who Arted. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. Whether you're an artist or an art lover, I am here to help you be a more thoughtful creator and consumer of the visual arts. I don't know. Does that sound pretentious enough? Today, we're going to be focusing on line. Now, at first, line seems pretty straightforward, but we need to start by understanding what a line is. The definition of line often depends on context. When I was in geometry class, I was taught that two points determine a line and that a line consisted of an infinite number of points in a straight one-dimensional geometric object. Basically, lines are straight, have an infinite length, and no width or breadth. When we're asked to stand in a line, there obviously is a finite length. The cue is seldom straight, and people most certainly have some width. In art, we consider a mark with length and direction to be a line. Lines can be short or long. They can be straight, wavy, zigzag, jagged, thick, or thin. Lines can be solid or dotted. We might even talk about line that is not physically present in a work, but simply suggested by other elements we see. We call those implied lines. Now, with that definition and some examples behind us, let's turn to how artists use lines. At first glance, this seems rather obvious. Like all the elements of art, line is one of the building blocks used to construct a work of art. While this is true, it is only a small part of the story. To say artists use lines to draw is like saying a chef uses food to cook. Nobody would deny that there's truth to that statement, but the magic lies in how much of each ingredient is put in, how and when it's added to the recipe, and so on. Just as a skilled chef carefully selects each ingredient, a skilled artist is thoughtful about what lines they use in a composition. Throughout this series, you'll hear me use the term composition a lot, and for those unfamiliar, the composition is the arrangement of elements in a work of art. As I said, there are different types of lines. One of the most basic ways an artist will create variations in line is through different weights of line. We talk about weight of line to basically refer to the thickness. Thicker lines are heavier and can be used to emphasize something within the composition. Lighter lines will be thinner and often a bit smoother flowing. As I said, heavy lines can emphasize something, but lines can function in other ways. When we outline something, think cartoon and comic book figures, or stained glass if you want to be fancy, outlining the figure pulls it forward in the picture plane. It makes it stand out. Simultaneously, the outline makes it look a little flat and unrealistic because most people don't walk around with a heavy black outline around them. When we look at work by expressionists, we see line used to show feeling. The quick, dashed-off lines of post-impressionist painters feel bold and confident. Abex painters like Jackson Pollock used lines to allow the viewer a glimpse of the action of painting, as the splatters chart the movements of the artist stumbling around the canvas. 
Now, there are always different ways that any element might be interpreted, and part of the challenge of art is figuring out how all of these elements work in new ways as they're employed in a unique composition. But here's your cheat sheet on some common uses of line. Long, smooth, flowing lines will tend to seem confident. Along similar lines, utilizing an unforgiving technique such as scraffito, um, making lines by scratching away to reveal layers of paint, it takes confidence and viewers pick up on that. Sketchy lines, often short and broken up, will seem more hesitant. Thick lines will draw the viewer's eye. Heavy lines can be effective in creating a pathway for the viewer's eye to follow around the composition, or to make something outlined stand out from its surroundings. Jagged lines seem energetic and often chaotic, whereas smooth waves, curves, and spiraling lines will tend to feel a little bit more calm and soothing. Another good thing to keep in mind is horizontal lines, especially repeated horizontal lines, will make something appear flat. Vertical lines will make something look like it's sticking straight up and down, and curved lines will look like they're wrapped around a curved surface. Thanks for listening. If you found this tolerable, please do me a favor, follow and rate the show on Spotify or your favorite app. If you'd like to find more, you can check out my other podcast, Who Arted, available for free wherever you listen, and the website, whoartedpodcast.com.